Machu Picchu probably doesn't need much of an introduction. It's one of the seven wonders of the world, and thousands of tourists go every year to see the famous Inca sites. But most people that go to Machu Picchu make some major mistakes. They don't realize that they are missing out on things that they could be doing, or are paying way too much money to go there. And so that's why you should listen up to this episode to make sure when you go to Machu Picchu, you do the best trip possible that you could do. You're listening to Budget Travel Hacks. Learn from the travel guru himself, Dustin Fundheller, widely known as the wandering dentist on social media. By the age of 30, Dustin had visited every United Nation, Olympic, FIFA, and Lonely Planet country without ever being sponsored, becoming the most traveled person in the world under 40. And now let him inspire you to go conquer the world. Hear it like you never have before. Today we're going to be talking about Machu Picchu. This is a little bit different because on a normal episode we talk about travel and budget tips that can be used for almost anywhere you travel in the world. Whereas this episode clearly is for one area in the world. But... I think it's important because there's certain areas that a lot of people visit and those areas need a specific episode just directly for them. And so I'm going to kind of intermix. I'm going to have some episodes that talk about broad travel techniques and skills and other episodes that could be everywhere from all of Europe or China to specific cities or specific destinations. And so... You know, I'm kind of going to intermix it because I think this is important for anybody that travels. Most world travelers at some time are going to go to a place like Machu Picchu. And so I think it's really important due to the numerous people that go there and miss out on opportunities or overspend that I think it's really important to do an episode just on Machu Picchu. So let's start with the basics. Cusco. Cusco is the nearest airport to Machu Picchu. So that's where you're going to fly into. But it is not a big airport. Actually, really, the only people flying into that airport are tourists. Instead of trying to find flights from Europe or America to Cusco to get to Machu Picchu, what I would recommend is also take a look at flights from Europe or America to Lima. Because those are going to be significantly more affordable. And then just take a domestic Peruvian airline from Lima to Cusco. Again... That's going to save you a ton of money buying two separate tickets than trying to find one airline that's going to fly you all the way there or going through a third party that does it, which would just cost more money going to the third party. And also, as we'll be discussing a little later, because you're buying two completely separate tickets, you can allow yourself one to two days in Lima and get basically a free trip to Lima as well, which is the capital of Peru. So you've arrived to Cusco, but you still have to get to Machu Picchu. And the most common way people do it, which is also the worst way to do it, is that they take a train all the way from Cusco to Machu Picchu. And please, if you listen to this podcast, don't do that. You're missing out on a lot of opportunities. So to keep things simple, we're going to kind of go in a map. There's Cusco on one side, and there's Machu Picchu on the other, and there's a city in the middle... And of course, they decided to use the biggest, hardest word for me ever to pronounce as the name of this city, which I will try. It's Orion Taitambo. And so Orion Taitambo is halfway between Cusco and Machu Picchu. And so you do need to take a train, but you have two options. One option is to take a train 
all the way from Cusco to Machu Picchu. And the other is to just take a train from Oritai Tambo to Machu Picchu. And the first half of the journey to figure out a different way by taking bus, taxi, or something else. Because there are roads from Cusco to Oriotai Tambo, but there's no roads between Oriotai Tambo to Machu Picchu. So again, you can take a train all the way, which would be four hours, or you can figure out yourself and just take a train for the last two hours. Most people pick the easiest way to do it, so they take the train the entire way. That's really disappointing because they're missing out on some amazing things. Now, if you just Google online the top 10 sites to see in Peru, they are all in the Cusco Valley. Well, and you know number one, it's Machu Picchu. That's the whole reason you're going there. But if you're gonna go and fly all the way to Cusco and see the number one site, why are you gonna miss the number two, three, four, five, six, all the way to 10 other famous sites that are right there, ready for you to see them, and instead you just take a train and you miss all of them. So that's what I'm trying to encourage you to do. On your trip between Cusco and Oriantaytambo, there are numerous famous sites to see. So what I would recommend you do, if you can afford it, is a $70 private taxi is how much I paid, and I had the taxi driver take me to several of these famous sites. There are Inca runes, there are other things, and the best part is these Inca runes, there are like no tourists there. When you go to Machu Picchu, it's going to be loaded, it's going to be annoying because there's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of tourists there. It's just overly tourist. But the Inca sites that are almost just as great as Machu Picchu, on the way to Oriantaytambo, have no tourists. So check those out. For me personally, I enjoyed the sites going to Machu Picchu better than Machu Picchu itself. And there's variety. It's just not, it's not only Inca sites. You also have like crop circles and different things. It's really a neat variety. And even the city, Oriatitambo, is a really neat city. It has Inca runes as well. It's kind of a touristy city. It's not going to be as expensive as Machu Picchu. There's more people, local people living there. So spend some time there. So basically what I'm trying to tell you is don't take the train between Cusco and Oritai Tambo. But once you get to Oritai Tambo, which again is halfway between Cusco and Machu Picchu, from there to Machu Picchu, you need to take a train, which is about two hours. You do need to book it in advance because they could get sold out. And the last thing you want to do is get there and find out that for the next five days, the trains are all sold out. Yes, between those two distances, between the middle point and Machu Picchu, you do need to take a train there. You do have one other option, and that is from the middle point, which is Oritai Tambo to Machu Picchu, is to hike instead of taking a train. Again, the train is two hours. Hiking is four days. Now, I know some people love hiking, I know some people love nature, and they want to be like what the Incas did, but first of all, the Incas really didn't take that hiking trail, it's a tourist trail made for you. If you like hiking, just hike around Oritai Tambo, and then you can spend the, and spend the whole day hiking, because the Incas lived there as well. Or, when you get to Machu Picchu, you can do the end part of the trail, and go for two, three hours, and come back, and stay in a nice hotel instead of having to camp in the middle of nowhere and 
be a complete backpacker and, and spend four days. I mean, if you have four days, spend those days seeing more of the famous Inca sites around Oritai Tambo and not just seeing trees the entire time in mountains. Again, if you really like hiking, when you get to Machu Picchu, you can see where the trail is coming to enter and you can go take that trail for a few hours and then just turn around and come back. That's what I'd recommend if you really like hiking. I just wouldn't recommend spending four days doing the, the hiking. Plus, if you do the hiking, you have to be with a big group. That means you can only go as fast as the slowest person. It's a big tour group. It's just, I don't know, maybe you guys find it fun, but I just would not recommend it. Also, you can just see how touristy Machu Picchu is because when you arrive from the train, you will tell your hotel when you are arriving and your hotel will literally have a sign with your name on it. Even the most affordable, cheapest hotels will do this because the train only comes three to four times a day. So they know when you're coming, they have a sign with your name on it, you get picked up. And so unfortunately, most people that go to Machu Picchu, they take the train directly from Cusco all the way to Machu Picchu. When they get to Machu Picchu, they their hotel picks them up, they go to their hotel room, they might go across the street or even eat at their hotel room the food. And then the next day, go to Machu Picchu, take their Instagram and Facebook photos and selfies. Then go back to the hotel, spend the night, then go back, take the train back to Cusco, fly back home. And that's their only experience of Peru. They don't experience the culture. They don't experience any other sites that we talked about that are amazing on the way there. Just know that when you get to... Machu Picchu, it's like the handicapped tourist destination. I mean, it is just made for, I couldn't believe how easy and organized it is where you didn't even have to think. Like I said, people, you had signs with your name and everybody was speaking English. The other thing is if you're going during the busy season, they do have a lot of hotels in Machu Picchu, but even with a lot, they still might fill up. You know, you can go through an agent or whatever, but that's gonna be pretty expensive. Just go on a hotel website like booking.com or another similar website and book your hotel that way. That's what I did. And again, even through those websites, which usually the hotels don't interact with you, they asked me when I was arriving and I, they didn't even tell me that they'd have a sign for me, but they did because I knew where the hotel was on the map. I, I was planning to just kind of go on my own to go there. That's a little bit about what it's like to arrive to uh, Machu Picchu, where they're trained to make it super, super easy and convenient for everybody. Also, the city in Machu Picchu is made for tourists. Great, you're going to get everything that you would want as a tourist, but you'll have your tourist type of food and your tourist type of shops. And, and Machu Picchu is great for taking the photos that you're going to post on Facebook and Instagram. But for a local Peruvian experience, Machu Picchu is not the place to go because there are almost no locals there. The only locals living there work in tourism which means they're kind of not so local anymore because they've kind of been brainwashed by tourists. Almost all of them can speak English, right? They're not your typical Peruvians that you would meet. So as mentioned from the beginning, I had mentioned that if you're going to take the two separate flights to spend one to day, two days in Lima, and even though Lima doesn't have that many famous sites, the Lima district has eight and a half million people, which is a little bit more than what Cusco has. So what I would recommend is spend one to two days in Lima and let that be your cultural experience while Machu Picchu is your Facebook Instagram experience, if that makes any sense. 
And so when you're in Lima, Lima's the best place to get Peruvian food. It's the best place to see the Peruvian nightlife. It's the best place to see the Peruvian local markets. It's the best place to interact with Peruvians because there's a lot of them. I mean, when I was there, I, I met a Peruvian lady and went and we went on a date and she was from a family of witches, which is kind of crazy. One of my most unique dates I've ever gone on. You know, it, but it was a really cool cultural and unique experience that wouldn't have had unless I hung out in Lima. This is a quick summary of the first location and first podcast I'm going to be doing. If you want tips and suggestions of other places, please reach out to me on Facebook, just facebook.com slash wandering dentist or on Instagram at wandering underscore dentist. And let me know what uh, destinations and places you want on future episodes. Follow the Wandering Dentist himself at Wandering underscore Dentist at Instagram or Wandering Dentist on Facebook. If you have questions or ideas for future shows, reach out on social media. Add them on Facebook. Check them on Facebook. Please let your family and friends know as word of mouth is the best way to let others save money. A five-star review is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, safe travels.